Stab 5, Sandy Cove. It's a pity there are no drawings left of the trucks or tracks that were used on the metals in the early 19th century, but there are images available of tracks similar to the type used between Dawkey and Dunleary. There are some photos in the National Library of Ireland that show the metals still being used in Dunleary in the late 19th century. The first metal trackways in Dunleary were built in late 1816, the year before the first stone was laid in May 1817. The main route to Dawkey wasn't completed until later. Track plates or iron rails were laid all during the 40 years of the works as the piers were extended out to sea. An English company in Shrewsbury, owned by a William Hazeldean, supplied the track plates for the metals. By 1817, he had supplied 19,000 track plates for the harbour works. He was also responsible for supplying the wagons for much of the project, although other companies became involved later on. There were two types of wagons or trucks used on the metals. A special prototype was developed for wagons that could withstand the stresses of carrying large amounts of stone. They had cast iron wheels with holes in the flanges, giving the effect of having six spokes. One type of wagon was designed to carry the larger stones. It had a flat bed which was 1.8 metres long and 1.2 metres wide. The second, for smaller stones, had sides, and at each end there was a hinged door at the top for emptying the stones. Each wagon could be attached by chains to the horse that pulled it over a long distance along the metals. Three types of timber were used. The sides were made of ash. This was reasonably flexible and able to withstand heavy stone. Bottoms were made of elm, strong enough to carry loads and also resistant to rot. The bottoms were fixed onto ash and this could absorb the shock of wagons being loaded, while the beds for the axles were made of oak, giving it the greatest strength available from timber. The wagons and the rails needed constant maintenance and repairs and a workshop was established where the railway station and county hall are today. Six men were employed just to keep the wheels of over 250 wagons greased. Records show they were paid £176 a year. In comparison, the annual cost of tallow, tar and oil to maintain the wagons was over £560 a year. We'll tell you a little more about the logistics and problems of managing a staff of over 800 workers employed on this vast project at our next stop, up at Claremont Villas. So, continue straight ahead, cross Eden Road at the traffic lights and go to a sharp turn in the metals as it goes over the railway line. Then stop at the two large granite piers on your left at Claremont Villas. <laughs> 